I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome, Welcome to, to Burf Barf. This week's episode of Burf Barf is brought to you by Two Toms Butt Shield. No, it's not. It's brought to <laughs> us by us. <laughs> this week, the bad, the ugly, and the good. Also known as Bug, according to my father. He has copyrighted that. The running bug. The bad, the ugly, and the good. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Dig it. Dig it. Let's start with all the bad, because there's, like, you know, that's most of the things we have to talk about. No, I'm totally kidding. I promise I'm going to infuse you with the gentle, warm, delightful, delicious feelings of the desire to run. Leaving with energy and motivation, but first... But first... A good bitch session. (laughs) First, the shitty part. So the shitty part is that right now... Uh, you probably live in the Midwest, or maybe you live out west. I don't know. I don't know. We have international okay, listeners. That's true. Hi, uh, Wilf. Hi, Wilf. <laughs> um, but you know, on in most of the places where our listeners live, it's it's about to be or is gray right now, and you have a lot less hours of sunlight. Yeah. And for me, and it's getting cold. You it didn't ch- just. You, yeah. Yeah. It's you know, icky. it's funny. I don't. I don't feel like the cold uh, works my bones and my nerves as much as the grayness. Oh, like, yeah. Just not having, yeah. not seeing the sun. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just telling Annie before we started recording, I was just like, I've been real mad lately. <laughs> I've just been real mad. Yeah. And I really think it's the grayness. Like this morning, uh, it was actually light by the time I got up because that's how late I got up today. And I, I looked at the front window and I was just like, I just felt like, throwing my phone into a wall. I was just like, yeah. no, I don't yeah. want to do anything. I hate it all. Anytime I think about this time of year and the light quality, there's something very disorienting about it looking the same amount of lightness all day long at 2 p.m. Yeah. When it gets dark at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah, you go on a run on a Saturday and the quality of the light is the same all day long. Yep. So you have no concept of the passage of time and i've noticed that during training runs and when we've done winter races also where you're mm-hmm. like i can't i can't tell same, if i've like been running for two hours yeah, or eight hours feels the same all day long mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so that kind of uh it really grinds my gears yeah all that all that kind of sucks no you can't do anything about it yes this is where we chose to live uh, yeah. But who wants to actually deal with their consequences? So uh, I think other factors this time of year that could impact anyone are that it's the end of most people's mm-hmm. serious racing season. So sure. I, I pretty much everybody lines up their big races spring, summer, fall. After that big race happens in the fall, a lot of people that have done Pinhoti, uh, who have done, what were all the other races that happen? Some. Yes, lots. There, <laughs> there have been some. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people have finished up their main races for the year. So they're very specifically a couple weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes it hard <laughs> besides the weather just being shitty and it just being shitty outside. Yeah. You just to you be squeezed motivated. all your juice out. Mm-hmm. You trained all year, squeezed all your juice out, which is kind of how I feel right now. It's like mm-hmm. I had the perfect training season and the perfect race. And yeah. now I, my dad always talks about this like sort of post Olympics feeling. Yeah. Like, after I finished the bike tour, he was like, so, do you do you feel triumphant, or do you just kind of want to kill yourself? And I was like, you're so <laughs> insensitive. You're like, that's so off the... Yes. No, I yes, do. I, I do, do want to kill yeah. myself. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it, it was like, you know, it's, it's a little bit... The athletes talk about it being like postpartum. Yeah. Where you, you did the deed, 
And now what are you left with other than the trophy? Yeah, and I'm saying your baby's a trophy. Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yep. Um, I have a kid. I can concur yeah, with that. that baby's a total uh-huh. trophy. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just, you're left with, the the work has ended, and now you're, you're you can struggle with purpose and, yeah. and what your drive is in this world. So... You know, it's it's pretty important for all of us, especially people who want to set ourselves up for a good spring, is to keep a nice base. Yeah. And right. And but also take it easy. Yeah. Oh, that's I, I anybody who is trying to maintain longevity in sport, not even just running, but in you particular can't go in running the paint all year round. No. You need to have a little bit of an off season, even if it's just mentally. But that for me makes it even harder. Yeah, <laughs> it's harder to go out on a three mile run that doesn't have a purpose essentially mm-hmm. than yeah than it is to go out on a ten mile run that you're doing a month out from a big race. For some reason, there's just less joy in that for me, especially if I don't have a like a coaching log and no one's there to be like, yep. Lauren. You're doing so good out there. You're crushing it. <laughs> right? And I just, like, do it, and it just, like, falls on deaf ears. And yeah. I'm just like, well, why do I even do this? Yeah. Also, we often talk about how you should never try to lose weight mm-hmm. during uh, a good training cycle because mm-hmm. you don't want to be operating on a depleted system yeah. when you're trying to build muscle and speed. Yeah. So... The holiday season is a really excellent time yes, to try yeah. to lose weight. <laughs> so Lauren and I you. are in a really, a really <laughs> solid spot of, you know, Thanksgiving's next Thursday. We thought we should both stop drinking for a while. <laughs> because that's what they say. The holidays are not when you want to drink. Mm, true. Mm. You, It's a really good time to lean down <laughs> and go to like 18 cookie parties. Yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Because there's usually a lot of healthy options there. You'll notice that both of us are speaking about this very personally <laughs> because we're both in, we're both kind of in the same spot, but for different reasons. So Lauren obviously had her epic win at Ozarks. I can't get over saying that. <laughs> you won Ozarks! Um, and it's coming on the downswing of, like she mentioned, having a perfect training season, executing a flawless race. I mean, as far as like what was presented to you. And like Mr. Magoo, yes. I happily drove directly through a glass wall. There you the go. And I just. Perfect. Yeah. Flawless. So she's on the downswing of a really big high. And for me, I'm coming uh, on Saturday. I will get to run my last run of my rehab plan from my leg stress fracture, which is great. However, it is it feels very remedial to be doing these 50 to 60 minute runs. And it really makes it even though I'm just running for four or five miles, it makes it a struggle to go out there because, and I couldn't figure it out. And Andy was so insightful as to say, it's because it's boring. Yeah. And I was like, that's true. Yeah. Because it, it, again, it's easier to go and smash your face against the wall doing a tempo run or mm-hmm. climbing on the Stairmaster. Even if it's scary or hard. Yes. It's a lot easier than going out and kind of just being alone. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and we'll talk a little bit later about beating that feeling yeah and creative ways to beat that feeling but we're not really done talking about yeah we're not done bitching we're not done bitching (laughs) uh so yeah so you feel bad mentally and the physical state of the weather uh mirrors your (laughs) mirrors your internal feelings Uh, it's a perfect storm of not feeling so great again even though the holidays are coming up so i'm sure the more balanced of you out there would be like well now's a great time to focus on family and be grateful for the things we have yes yes you can that's how i'm going to practice outwardly but you know i can't help but still be a 
lean, mean athlete on the inside. Yeah, be, and be honest hungry. with us. And be hungry. Jesus. Yeah. God. So the the ugly bits are, are pretty evident. And yeah. I would say that those are things like you head to Great Seal State Park for your Saturday morning 16-miler. And, you know, this is like probably the longest run you'll do in your off-season, mm-hmm. but you're just trying to sort of prove to yourself – I'm still in shape. I can still grind out a good loop. Yeah. And you get there, and no one else decided to come with you because everyone else is doing something, like, super cute and family, like, cutting down Christmas tree themselves <laughs> and going to get, like, holiday holiday spice flat white And getting ready to greet that holiday baby. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, Ew. baby shower. <laughs> Hello. So, yeah. So you're there alone because everyone else sucks and is hugging Santa. And... You are all geared up. You got your tech layers on and your little wool gloves. And you get out of the car and it starts to sleet. And you're just like, why? Who does this? This yeah. is fun. This is my idea of a good time. Yeah. Like, it, it, it gets to the point where you feel like, I don't even know what I'm doing to prove, like, my own toughness right now because I don't even need to be here. Right. And so you go out. And it still sucks, and your bones hurt, and the ground is frozen, and everything sucks. But what I'm... (laughs) I'm getting to the point here, I swear. And the point is that when you get back to your car, even if it wasn't fun, and even if everything about it sucked, and there's, you know, just nothing redeeming about it, you never regret the runs you do. You only regret the runs you don't. Mm -hmm. And you'll go home feeling like, Oh, well, that's just a little badge on my shoulder, mm-hmm. you know? And and even even if there's nobody there to see that you did that or that you are that kind of person, mm-hmm. I was telling Amy that this is like, this is the Gary Robbins run. Like, Gary Robbins training for Barkley. There's a really great video about it where he's sitting in his truck, and it's like two feet of snow on the ground. Yeah. And it's raining somehow. And it's somehow like snowing it's raining. and raining. And he's got his little Solomon pack on and, like, two two rain jackets, and he's just leaning into the dashboard to his phone and he's just like I I don't I don't want to do this. I don't really feel like doing this. And then like, you know, the next shot is he's out there crunching through wet snow. Mm-hmm. And obviously I mean, he's like one of the toughest motherfuckers in the whole world. Yeah. So maybe what you need to do is start your own video log of yourself doing these things. There you go. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Send us your video logs. Send I us would your video logs. Yep. yep. Uh, and I love the I love the mental image of somebody listening to this podcast as they are pulling up to the trailhead. Mm-hmm. It's still dark out. They're getting ready to pull a buff up over their face because Booyah. they don't want their boogers to freeze. Hell and yes. just thinking like, I'm going to turn on some birth bar yeah. to get me through this run to Hell have yeah. some company. We are here. We're the, we are We're here, here for you. you. We are here We're with here you on this you. shitty cold run. And we are recognizing you, you. And to remind you that this will be in your pocket for those races, events, other future training mm-hmm. where you say, like, I just don't feel like I'm tough enough. Mm-hmm. You can remember this cold, shitty run that you're doing mm-hmm. right now and conjure up the mental fortitude you had to have to get out there when it's dark and cold and everybody else that's sane is at home mm-hmm. <laughs> sleeping or drinking good coffee. Yes. Use this as the arrow in your quiver to project yourself towards the finish line in a future race. Just yeah. be like... Oh, I'm a bad, bad mom. I'm a bad mamma jamma, yeah. which is what I 
for some reason, is my very bizarre <laughs> mantra to myself if I ever do a race. That's like the toughest thing you can think of. It's, I'm, I'm a bad man with I don't know why. Every mountain bike race I've ever done, if I come to the last five miles and I just feel like quitting and throwing my bike into a lake, I'm like, oh, you bad mother. You a bad mamma jamma. And I'm like, I am. I'm bad. I'm so bad. <laughs> and now everybody knows what I say to myself. I really, I really hope somebody hollers that out at you at the race. I, and I, you know, it's funny. I think I just figured out maybe why maybe that's your go-to phrase. It's because I can imagine, like, backup dancers, like, swinging side to side. Oh, like, you bad. You're bad. You mean, like, I am bad. I am. I'm so bad. That, I just, I can't explain why. But those are the little things that help me. And even, I guess, on, you know, bad training runs. I don't pull out bad mamma jamma for a training run. Yeah. But I do pull out, like, the chest-thumping, like, yeah. I am all that is mad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, good to have, it's good to have that for the really uh, dark moments or the coming out of the dark moments. Yeah. Because I feel like when you are in the dark moment, none of that seems relevant. It's oh. when you start to come out of it that you're, like, trying to ramp <sighs> That's back true. up. That's yeah. true. I've never called myself a bad mamma jam in a dark moment. I've just said, like, sports are dumb. <laughs> Sports are stupid. Why am I doing this? I don't have to prove anything to anybody. Yeah. Usually my line of thinking goes somewhere along the lines of what are normal people doing? Yes. So when we're doing these hot ass training runs mm-hmm. all during the summer mm-hmm. and, you know, we're up at Elm, Elm Creek and we're like, there's people on boats. Oh, people we, are yeah, out here. Yeah. There's people skiing and enjoying like themselves on boats like and drinking beer drinking and Drinking Coors Light in the sun. Yeah. What that the... seems like a fun thing to do. And in the winter, it's just, it's different things. It's like, oh, like, they're snuggled up somewhere. People are posting yeah. a picture with their flannel PJs reading a book in front of a fire. And I'm out here in the uh, snow. You can turn that around. And I, I, I don't know how you guys will take this, but it's a last resort. And I call this... I know where you're going, and yes, I agree. Yes, the path of self-righteousness. And that is to say, I'm better than you. <laughs> You sat there on your fucking couch eating your crisps, mm-hmm. and here I am fucking tearing up a goddamn trail covered in snow up to my fucking tits. <laughs> yes, you can use that. I yeah, feel like... That's true. It, it's, it's a last resort. I'm not saying that you should go around touting that you're better than others, but if you need to pull something out of your pocket to be like... Why am I here? Go, Lauren, go. Mm-hmm. You can be like, well... I am not wasting my life binge watching the new Will and Grace on my couch because I am fucking awesome. <laughs> yes. So keep that in mind. Also, uh, I'd like to mention that if this is a downtime for you because you are trying to heal uh, or completely recover and you are taking complete time off, yeah. we are also with you. Yeah. Listen to the injury episode where we talk about how important it is to take time off. So we're talking specifically to the people who are still able-bodied, so not me yet. <laughs> Not me yet either, unfortunately, because right after my Ozark situation, I have a what I call the knee stabby, and I consulted my last year's Believe journal and uh, noticed that I had drawn myself a diagram of my left knee with an arrow pointing to the top of the knee of the patella and saying, cannot run through this injury, do not try. That's a bummer. And then the bottom says, like the bottom half of patella, can run through this stabby, Keep on with your bad self. And I was like, blast it all the hell. It's a top It's, it's a, a top, top knee stabby. stabby. Yes, it is a top knee stabby. So I've been out doggy paddling in the YMCA pool yeah. <sighs> every day, which I really loathe. But 
That actually makes me think of something else in the ugly category, because I told you we were going to do the bitch session first, so that's the bad and the ugly. Uh, uh-huh. With you doing cross-training stuff and getting uh-huh. out on your bike, is thinking about dressing for the winter, which is its, yes. its own whole thing. It so, is. You know, there is the struggle of <laughs> needing to dress to be comfortable for the duration of your run. Mm-hmm. However, for me, I, Annie's tend, the coldest to, person I, tend, in the I world. tend to prefer to be comfortable for the first eight minutes and then way too fucking hot for the rest of the run. This is just Then be MO. comfortable, uncomfortable for the first five minutes and then be at the right temperature the rest of the time. She just refuses to rip that Band-Aid off. She'd rather go out in a down jacket. It's really hard for me to get out the door knowing that I'm going to freeze my ass for the first five minutes, so I just do not have a problem being that person in a hoodie or a down jacket and take it off when it's too warm. You know what I do? I try to do push-ups and jumping jacks before I leave if I refuse to wear, like, a million layers. Yeah. But there is something kind of fun about doing, like, your ultimate comfort pace, like the... The Gelfie recovery day, which uh-huh. is no pace is too slow. Yeah. It's just like going outside in a full 1980s gray sweatsuit. Yep. You're like, yep. I'm doing this bad boy <laughs> and I'm going to be bundled up to my eyeballs. I don't care what y'all think. Yep. I'm a power walk uh-huh. this bitch. And essentially wear so many layers that even though your body might be moving underneath, you just see like the sweatshirt gyrating <laughs> up and down. You know what I mean? When you have so many clothes, it's yes. created its own momentum. <laughs> yeah. You know, like an extra running behind a couple in a romantic comedy from yes. 1992. Yeah, it's just exactly. a, like a like a plump dude in a gray blob of sweatshirt. Yeah. I have to say, sweat, sweat a full gray sweatsuit, sweats are not that warm. I've tried no? this. No. Huh. Because I feel like there's too much air that can get like underneath like a hoodie. My hmm. ultimate, you know, I do not want to change my clothes at all mm-hmm. is to put on my down jacket and a beanie cap. Yeah. Wow, that's intense. I actually just got a down jacket from Wazelle this year, it's called the Quill, that is supposed to be specifically made for running. Yeah. And I will let you know how that goes, because a lot of people have seen pictures of me in it online, and they've asked, I think three or four people asked me this week about what that jacket is. So I will do a gear test for you very soon, because I bet <laughs> in the next two weeks it will be cold enough to freeze your Winnebago out there. Yeah. I should back up. Clarification so that you guys can calibrate with my... Uh, outfit advice or lack of outfit advice. That I'm both the advice. coldest and the hottest person on a run. Yeah, so Annie is, if Annie is holding still, she has to be completely bundled up like cousin Ralph or mm-hmm. brother Ralphie. Mm-hmm. And if she is running, she can run in the winter in like a t shirt and knickers. Right. And yeah, nothing I've, else. I've literally finished Outrun 24. Wearing a sports bra and shorts. And, 50, and, every, and everyone else is wearing, wearing a down, down jacket. jacket because I am too hot. This is the same race <laughs> that I had to have my pacer hold my handheld water bottle. Not even a full-size one. It was no. a Nathan Quickshot, which I think is like 10 ounces, Not because ounces, it was heavy, y'all. But because the strap on the back of it was making me too hot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's a princess. Yeah. Yeah, so don't don't use Annie to calibrate yourself yeah. for what to wear during winter. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to say that, you know, do do you, if you need to dress up like Santa to get out yeah. there on Christmas Day, Yeah. do that. I think that's really good advice. Do whatever you need to do to get out the door, because I do mm-hmm. think that regardless of your temperature range, that's a really hard part of winter running is just getting out the gosh darn door. Mm-hmm. And that said, I would like to move on to the good, because the good is the majority of what we want to talk about today, yeah. and I have a 
we have a bitch load of resources and crazy ideas for you to slap yeah. your bottom out of that door. Yeah. And one of them actually is the Santa Santa Claus idea, which is on Christmas Day, when everybody else gets up in my house, they open the presents, they eat a veritable bitch ton of cinnamon rolls, mm-hmm. and then they go back to bed because they've been up till 2.30 drinking. And so when they all go back to bed, my father and I put on our Santa costumes or Santa hats and Santa mittens, mm-hmm. and he rides his bike alongside me. Well, I do a four or five mile jog and we wave and we jingle our bells and, you know, it's essentially a tiny parade. But man, it's such a good feeling when everybody else is like sloth climbing out of beds Mm -hmm. that evening to like go to mass or dinner or whatever the hell. And I, I feel invigorated by the crisp air of winter. You guys did that. You had your dad ride on a bike next to you for Thanksgiving for... Or, no, you should talk about doing uh, Thanksgiving runs. Uh, oh, back when my parents still lived in Cleveland, every year for six years... This will almost make me cry. I will try not to. Every year for six years, my father got up early with me and drove me to Avon Lake High School for the Turkey Dash, uh, a 5K, which I attempted to PR every single year, for better or worse, and uh, would stand at the finish line holding up his his sad little pit bull, Joe, <laughs> and cheering me on. And it was just, I mean, nobody else knew I was there. Nobody else cared. And my dad just took time out of cooking everything there is to cook for the day to take me to a 5K every year. And it's just been something that has been really dear to my heart all this time. So Yeah. And uh, I know, unfortunately... Well, are you still doing the turkey trot this year? Well, the... You know, it's funny. It's funny <laughs> Remember that podcast that. where we said, when you're injured, take time off? Scratch that. We're gonna, um, Lauren's going to do whatever she wants. Ah, it's just a five-miler. It's in Upper Arlington. The funny thing about this knee right now is it's a little bit like Schrodinger's cat because it's like... I refuse to run on it currently because I don't want to look in the box to see if the knee is dead or alive. It's going to hold up, yeah. And so I'm not testing it. I'm only swimming right now for some reason that doesn't create any stress on it whatsoever. And I'm doing a little bit of biking, which so also doesn't... So for right now, your knee is both dead and alive. Who knows? So Thanksgiving morning, we will see what's in the box. And I will be very sad if I have to report to you that it's a dead cat. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um... So is your dad going to go observe no. the turkey trot? No, because Why? because he's got to be tending to whatever ridiculous bird my mom has oh. picked out. And I don't know. I asked him to go last year and he didn't. But uh, there's always a pretty good crew going. I think yeah. Sandman and, and Deanna will be there. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I have no idea if that's a good idea. It's probably a bad idea. Report back. Okay. <laughs> we'll do. There are plenty of other great ideas, especially locally in the month of December if you're looking for things to do. Um, I don't actually know the name of it, but there's the, like, the Naked Santa run still happens where you don't know about this. I feel like, did it's you real. guys talk about signing it's up for real. it last year? Yes, you can, I think most of the women wear like red bikinis and men wear like, yeah. I don't know, a red sock perhaps or Speedos, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> essentially a Christmas themed Naked 5K. But, yeah, and I think there's several. So it's like a polar plunge, but longer. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, so there's that. And there's also a couple of locally organized um, things. So I would say one of the good things uh, or good ideas to get you through this weird season is to find those holiday runs. So 
Turkey trots are fucking rad. Jing- uh, Christmas runs, jingle runs, snowflake Santa runs, things, hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, hot chocolate runs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So there's a whole. Uh, even if you're an ultra runner or a trail runner, super encourage you to find those smaller events that mm-hmm. we will not judge you if you may, take a picture of yourself. That may seem yourself. like a lot of money for a shorter distance event, mm. but it can be really motivating to be like, oh, there's other idiots but out that here running in the cold half too. Half is so cute. I love my hot chocolate half zip. <laughs> I do too. It's really, yeah. it's actually, it's really cute. <laughs> so definitely finding those smaller runs, and then there are the so that's on the very organized end. Mm-hmm. I would say somewhere in. In the middle are fat asses. Some of the uninitiated may not know what a fat ass is. Tell us, Annie. So a fat ass run is a specific course or event that is has a set day and time. However, it is not considered a race because... It's not sponsored. It's not sponsored. It's not timed. You're not paying for anything. There are typically. no bibs. There, it's usually uh, self-supported, meaning you bring your own food or water or figure out a way to get yourself fed and drank. <laughs> and uh, you can do any kind of variation. So a few that we have around here are the Feats of Strength of oh, yes. 50K, which is, is awesome. Kathy's? Yeah, this is Kathy Wolf. Uh, and it's an event that she does on the Olentangy Trail that's a 50K to go from the north end of Columbus to downtown. And she's been doing this for years. Yeah, and this is, I mean... It's, there's nothing super fancy or special about it. It's going out and doing 50K on a multi-purpose uh, <laughs> path. What? And I'm sure that those of you listening, even in other cities, have something that's similar mm-hmm. um, that people put on, whether it's in the woods or on multi-use paths or in town, whatever. Um, and I think that that's a really cool thing to get together as a running community because mm-hmm. that's another thing that can be kind of a downer is this time of year as people's schedules get busier there you're not getting together with your larger run crew as much yes. and we've had a couple times or a couple years where we've done like a post race season get together where uh we've done like a barbecue and everybody's mm. kind of talked about hey yeah. this is what happened Decompress. over the race season talk about yeah. your race season yeah and recap everything so that's part of the feats of strength badass uh as they get together at the end i think more to complain about oh yeah they they air the grievances yes the mm-hmm. airing of grievances that's what happens at the end so it's never worked out schedule wise for me to go but maybe this is the year me neither and if it's not going to be uh that fat ass the other one would be the bony gnome cookie run i love the name of this run is uh a fat ass event that happens in mohican and it's a like 13 to 15 miles on trail hosted by the beloved gnome himself robbie gannon yep and everybody brings cookies and you know freaks out on cookies and runs some miles if you want to please the race director i would just bring him a shot of whiskey and slap him heartily on the ass. Yeah. I think those are his two favorite things. <laughs> Either giving or receiving a slap on the ass. Either. Most likely. Yeah. Either. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with putting on these kind of events by yourself. It's mm. really just somebody that gets inspired to put something together. And even if you end up doing it by yourself, it's a good thing to stick to. Let's talk about Gingermas. So Let's last year, uh, every year for the last several years, um, Annie and I participate in a little exercise called Ginger Miss, mm-hmm. uh, hosted by the Ginger Runner. Ethan Newberry. And uh, he gives you a series of items to take pictures of, mm-hmm. uh, and you can accrue points if you accrue these pictures, and you can also accrue points by the number of miles you run. Right. And it's a free event, but he does 
do like prize giveaway and this is for every anybody that tunes anybody, into anybody. In, tunes into Ginger Runner which I think is really cool um and yeah we've done it uh three gosh, years in a row. That, yeah last three years mm-hmm. and uh it gets harder and harder every year because more and more people do like everything Obscene so it's like even runs. if you find all of the scavenger hunt items you also need to run like 50, 40, mile. 50 yeah, miles 40, I mean, think yeah. that people who won last year ran almost 40 miles yeah in addition to finding all the scavenger hunt items. So anyway, so it's a run scavenger hunt, and it is so much fun. It's a blast. I never even come close to winning, and I will do ridiculous things to participate every year. <laughs> Last year, Annie's husband and I ran directly across the center of town Sounds on Morse like you're going to say directly into the sun. We ran directly <laughs> into the sun. It was a true feat of strength. Um, and had just a crazy good time at night, running through people's yards, taking pictures of ourselves with Santa Claus. Um, and I think I went into Walmart and I found like a a full faced like elf felt like item yeah. that was one of my favorite things. Yeah. Um, and then was it also last year that yes it was that we attempted the Mohican Ginger Miss Run, which is one of the greatest fails yes. of our winter yes. running history. It's funny. This is one of our I would say one of our under our understated birth stories yes. as far as like our story or experience story. catalog. Um, it was a cold Saturday morning. <laughs> in, in December. Yep. I had, uh, we were riding to, I picked up Lauren to ride to Mohican together. Uh, Mohican is like an hour and 15 minute drive from Columbus. And it wasn't immediately. Oh no. But there was towards the end, as you get maybe 30 minutes away from Mohican, you get off the highway. And I started to notice that road conditions were getting a little sketchy. Believe it or not, I'm a little hard-nosed and a little stubborn oh, you about, don't say. about things that I want to do. So don't tell me Lauren, I get can't do... <laughs> So don't tell me I can't do something or I shouldn't do something hmm. because don't drive a pilot uh-huh. on black ice yeah. on a country road. Yeah. Where you may not be able to get out yeah. for the rest of the day. So I feel like I'm pretty experienced with driving in shitty road conditions between you know, driving in, like, a foot of snow in Washington, having grown up in the Midwest, growing up in Northwest Ohio with the lake effect, just snow, ice. I feel very comfortable with all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking when I say this is the worst conditions that I've ever driven in. It was impossible. I mean, it was, I would say it was three-fourths inch layer of solid, clear ice Yeah, it was on insane. top of a... A road without shoulders. Yeah. It was rolls off into two dishes on either side. So there were like two other cars in the whole area that mm-hmm. were out. And all of us rolling along probably quite literally at six or seven miles an hour. Yes. And any time that there was a hill on the road, the car would just stop not moving Not be able to forward. take any purchase because yep. it would not be able to at get all. up the hill. At all. And... So as we were going... Oh, we passed... One woman passed us. Yes. Rolled out her window, and she was like, I'm going to make a good college try of it. And yep. she went, whoop, 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 and she yep. made it over the hill. Yep. Uh, we also saw... But she did have to... Remember, she had to back up to get, to get more steam. momentum to get yes. up the hill, which was crazy. So we started going up this hill, and I'm trying to take it really slow and easy, and literally at a speed of maybe three to four miles an hour. In the, the Honda Pilot. Pilot the which Pilot, is four-wheel drive. The Pilot just slowly coasts and crunches the front right fender into the guardrail. <laughs> and it, She remained very calm. It was so nerve-wracking because the ice was so bad. 
so bad that one of the guys that lived in the area just standing in front of his house drinking coffee watching the carnage remember that guy yes. was just totally like yeah. i'm gonna watch all these like, dumbasses oh this might be good i'm going out here i'm gonna take a cup of hot grog and watch these motherfuckers falling over dicks. not gonna help any of them no but i'm gonna watch my face off mm-hmm. so crunches into the guardrail I end up putting it in neutral to let it roll back down the hill so that we can go off into a pull-off that was, like, some other random park trail. Yeah. Um, Pushing a car was not a possibility. No. Because you would smash your front teeth out on the rear bumper had you had tried. So this was, I think, what made it even more insane. So... Different things on the gingermist scavenger hunt are, like, write out gingermist, like, with your GPS and, like, you know, find all this stuff. So, even though I'd crunched my car into the guardrail, we were not to be deterred. We're idiots. Yes, we are idiots for this part. I think part of it, though, was, too, I was not ready to drive the car again. I was kind of like... We were both a little shaky. Yeah, I was kind of like, well, we can either try and go do our run or I'm going to sit in the car for 45 minutes before my hands stop shaking so we can drive home. yes. So we got out and we rode out Ginger Miss in a field. In a very stabby, poorly. stabby uphill field. <laughs> so this was not the terrain we had, had expected to do our scavenger hunt on. And then we ended up cr- trying to cross the road to get to a different part of the park. Or First we were though, trying to get I was to trying to prove to you that I could be Christmas cheer without the benefit of anything good happening that day. <laughs> it was not snowing, it was not pretty. There was no trail. We were literally in a fucking cornfield riding out gingermas with yeah. our feet. And I was just like, you know what, Lang? I'm going to make a best of this. <laughs> and I blasted Micah Buble. Yes. And followed right. you while singing Santa Baby. It was good. And we kind of giggled. And we yeah. were like, oh, well. We yeah. can have fun in hell, yeah. so let's have fun yeah. in hell. And I should say, yeah, it was not like a time of despair. It was more just like, well, I don't think I can drive. Let's see what we can do here. We went to cross the road and could not could not get up onto the road. Could like, not get our feet out of the ditch and up onto the road without falling down under our hands yes, and knees. Yes, and just coming like... Just sliding off the natural grade of the... And had left our crampons yes. in the car. Because that's what you do. That's what you do when you need to cross a road that's covered in ice. And it was slicker than an ice rink. It do you was, know how we did it? Yeah, that guy. Then there was a man, I don't know, doing something I think he was the driving road. the tow truck. Or the, the snowplow. He was driving a snowplow. He literally held my little mittened hand and, like, slingshotted me across the road. Yeah. It was like... It, it was like figure skating. Yeah. It was like I set myself in a little and he wung me across the rest of it. Yep. And we were walking down on the side of the road trying to find like a field or Christmas decorations to still try and do the scavenger hunt. And there's like we saw at least two cars that had just slid off the road. Oh, yeah, because we took a picture of me pretending to lift the back of a Jeep because yeah. its two wheels had come completely up off the road. Yeah. yeah. And somebody came by and they were like, oh, is that your car? Like, do you need help? And it was like. No, we're just making, making fun a joke. of these people. <laughs> the people were not in the car. It was an abandoned car, so it's not as tasteless as it sounds. Yeah. So, but we didn't find a trail. We weren't on a road, and we weren't on a fucking sidewalk because it's Mohican. We were literally running directly straight through a person's property on a cornfield that had been mowed down. Yeah. That's how delightful this run was, and we did that for like six miles yeah it was a while because you needed to be back for maybe a family mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. and so we were like we just need to cut our losses we and went to get a corner back. store and hid underneath a pine tree and i ate a candy bar and we were mm-hmm. like what are we 
doing? Yeah, this <laughs> which is so again, dumb. All of the all of the dire straits that we found ourselves in. I don't know that we've ever had a in the moment conversation mm-hmm. of like this, this is, is stupid. Dumb. This is really dumb. No, and, and like recognizing that even the bobcat thing, it was always kind of like this is what's happening. Yeah, it was like this is yeah. what's happening. How are we going to get ourselves out of it? It was never like I can't believe we did this as a training run. Like no. never. We've but, never been in a run and been like. This was a really bad idea. Yeah. This one we were like, <laughs> we are not winning Dumb. with this. No. This is not. This the, is not these miles it. were no good for anybody. Yeah, they Talk were about just junk miles. Yes. Exactly. Six miles through a cornfield is junk miles. We were maybe doing like a 39 minute pace. It was beautiful. <laughs> Our form was so luscious yep. and free. Yep. We were like two wild animals about to be shot on someone else's land. Yes. Dragging our bloodied leg behind us. <laughs> So yeah, winter running can be so, fun. Yeah, wow. <laughs> ginger miss is great. But yeah, so I would uh, highly encourage you, if you are at all a Ginger Runner fan, to tune in. I think it's usually like the first or second week of December mm-hmm. that he kind of gives out the Sometimes he does the days of ginger miss too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I can't tell you now how many times I've spelled out ginger miss with my feet. So Ethan Newberry, that is a testament to to your followers yeah because it's a dumb thing to do as a grown-up adult is to run in the shape of a word but maybe that's fun you know if we as we become more um experienced with birth barf we could do our own christmas scavenger hunt that would be pretty dope yeah yes other ideas for making your stupid ass run not so stupid last winter i was training for the roots and rocks 50k and potentially 50 mile, fifty miler, which I decided absolutely not. That's also dumb. Mm-hmm. And I feel I'm steadfast with that decision. Um, I was doing what the Rob Carr plan. The who's Jawbone? Remember we used to call the plan Jawbone's plan. No. What? Maybe this is just me and Morgan, but there's it's a you and there's a runner that has a beautiful jawbone. Who's the Hal other Kerner. guy? Hal Kerner. Hal Kerner. It's Hal Kerner's plan. Jawbones. That, I only know my elite runners by the shape of their faces. <laughs> jawbone. Beardy. Yeah. Pointy. Yeah, you know, tall Mikey. Uh, so I did Jawbones plan, which required some bizarrely difficult weekends, and one of them was twenty five twenty. And I did twenty five, and I was like, yeah, boy, I crushed that. And then I got up Sunday morning, and I was like. I'm dying. Oh, no. Get me to the hospital. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) And I thought, okay, we, I need to make this fun somehow. And I ended up repeating this because it turned out to be so great. I think I repeated it three times in one season, which was, I just decided I am going to run to my favorite coffee shops all around Columbus. So I will run there. I will take a shot of espresso. I will cleanse my palate with some chocolate with some cookies and I will listen to a murder podcast and I will run my sorry ass to the next place. And it, I was alone and it was still so fucking fun. I ended up with like a 10 minute average and I was like, how, how did I do that? I've never run. I mean, I think that was the fastest I've ever run 20 miles on pavement. It's amazing what 16 shots of espresso was. <laughs> Uh, and I also met my brother at a juice bar where we had blue milk. I know, it was weird. Um, but that was awesome. Like, I had people meet me at different places. Yeah. Uh, I ended up running into, like, Brooke Micah at one of them. So I took pictures of myself everywhere I went. And there's, like, a... If you are interested in it, uh, there's, like, a 
tour of coffees around Columbus, and if you get it stamped at five of them, you can get a T-shirt from the Columbus Convention Center. Cool. So I did that while I was out there. Um, but just, like, giving yourself a little Easter egg hunt, you know? Yeah. Give yourself, if, if you're, like, um, if you're not particularly caught up in nutrition, you know, go to your, all your favorite bakeries. Have a little nosh cookie at each joint. I mean, it, it's worth it to break up what could be some hard runs throughout winter. And I ended up doing that run again with Sandman, and man, we had a blast. And by the time we got to the third shot of espresso, we were like... <laughs> <laughs> my face! I'm I can't sweating. feel my face! <laughs> yep. My hands are numb! <laughs> um, so, you know, and if you're sensitive to caffeine, that might not be for you either. But Or just be like... I'm going to run to my grandma's house, and yeah. then my uncle's house, yeah. and then my cousin's house. Yeah. And Make, then like a multi-stop tour of whatever. Yeah. yeah, break it up. Don't just go to your bike path or wherever you run every single day and do a 10-mile out and back. Break it up into something fun. I um, definitely have my routine of go out the front door, go do the same yes. freaking path that I do every time, out and back from my house, mm-hmm. head down. I don't even know who I pass because you just get in the routine mm-hmm. of just doing the same out and back from your house. Even going a different direction, something as remedial as mm-hmm. that can make a big difference. Um, I know runners within our group that have done runs that where they grew up in Columbus, which I think is a fun idea, like where they went oh, to high school and cool. stuff like that and kind of doing tours a of different places. memory run. Yeah, a memory run. Oh, oh that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, or even just drive your car 20 minutes away yeah. and just get out of it. Where I mean, I yeah. drive to Grandview. That's a 15-minute drive from my house. And I'm like, oh, houses I haven't looked at yeah. before. I know it sounds bonkers, but if you train, you know, to the volume that an ultra runner trains for, you're going to get real sick of what you do. And you're mm-hmm. also going to be remembering those little, you know nicks in your path where you're like that's the one mile mark mm-hmm. turn left that's at the, the porta potty that i go to every day <laughs> if only i had a porta potty on my route <laughs> that's what the luxury. tree i should have yeah well day. that's where i left all those cotton buffs in the woods <laughs> man i don't know why i can't get it into my head that you cannot leave the house without tp even if you're going on a city run so yes what... i will poop in your yard <laughs> i will so let's so let's let's brainstorm some. So we've talked about mm-hmm. an espresso run as places to stop, mm-hmm. doing like a memory run, going to different people's houses. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's an the scavenger hunt. I think is a oh, great idea. Oh, do a Strava idea. penis. Do a Strava penis. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, what other fun like every things that are easy at pretty much everywhere? Uh, Oh, run to your favorite pizza joint and then have your friends meet you there. That's a good idea. Just doing an out and back. So my birthday is this weekend and Ooh. Saturday morning I we're going to do a short out and back run from a cafe that I've never gone to uh, for some delightful coffee and baked goods. Mm. And even that I'm super looking forward to because most of my runs up till now have been me doing my 30 or 40 minutes out 15 minutes from my house, turn around and come straight back to my house. There's just nothing nothing good about that. there's nothing gratifying about that. Also, you can, if you have a loved one or a person that likes you as much as a loved one does, you could do a point-to-point. Get out of your house, run there, and be like, pick me up in Grove City, bitch, because that's where I am now. Yep. Or have your loved one drop you off in the middle of nowhere. And And then run home. And then you find your way back. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Um, also, we could give you some scavenger hunt lists where we would like you to take pictures of things. Yeah. That'll be coming down the pipeline at some point here yeah. in the coming months where... We have nothing else to do. We have... We're not busy. We don't have jobs. We're, I'm, We've already established that we hate running in the winter, so... Yeah, so obviously I'll be working on my book. 
Although, not true. I should say, if I had to boil it down, we do not hate winter running because that ends up being the time that we are sharpened by steel. That (laughs) is true. Oh, yes, we did have a season called No Fucking Tea Cakes, didn't we? Was that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, where uh, Annie and I go through this... Through this thing. Through what? Through what? Okay, all right, all right. The the bleak the bleak Ohio winters. Oh yeah. For several seasons past, we have uh, just discussed what is like to have to endure the brown, disgusting landscape. The gray bleakness of no trees or foliage. A single crow flies through the air and is shot down. The sun absent. While a farmer views his dying fields. One joyless runner coming through mud and snow, bleeding from the face. Breath freezing in thy buff before escaping. (laughs) Camelback straw frozen solid with no means for taking in water. Thighs chapped by crotch icicles. That's the bleakness of Ohio winter, and that was the winter that we said that, you know, somewhere someone is sitting in a breakfast nook with a hot pot of tea eating a tea mm-hmm. cake, and here we were. No it, fucking tea cakes. No fucking tea cakes, y'all. Write it on your arm in Sharpie if you have to. It's a very Nikhil kind of method. No fucking tea no cakes. No fucking tea cakes. So, kind of circling back to a tactic we mentioned earlier with putting it in your pocket as, this is when I was a hard ass. A win- winter is a prime time for that. Mm-hmm. It just it just is. Yeah. So whether you're making it a fun, silly thing to get through or whatever it is, write it down. Write down this is your time to be a hard ass. And if you've got ideas that we're not thinking of, uh, please post them to Facebook um, or Instagram or basically anywhere where you can get social media, we're there. Yeah. Uh, Facebook has been a little bit like shouting into a cave, so give us a hi uh, out there. Um, Instagram has been lively and delightful. I may want to apologize for maybe turning off some of our followers with a, what I thought was a really juicy removal of my least favorite toenail, but I got oh, some, are you I got kidding? some I messages back about that one, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, we got to be true to ourselves. That, that and is extremely is, true to myself. is pulling off toenails. I, and I refrained from doing the big toenail because it was... So hysterically gruesome. Delicious. <laughs> it was like an actual like thing out of a zombie movie. Like when I pulled it off and there was like some stretchy wet skin that like snapped when I yeah. ripped it. Good thing you didn't post it because that would be gross. Let's just talk about it in detail. Imagine this. Here's the scene. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> One very white foot. <laughs> One pair of black tweezers. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we I, I still want to talk a little bit more about the, the good running things. Uh, we'll post as we do some silly running things. I know for me personally, I'm looking to make each run as fun and silly as possible and novel. I should say novel. Novel. Yeah, we talked about this too, mm-hmm. uh, having more novel runs, which doesn't necessarily just mean fun or silly. It can also mean the incredibly hard. So going to that one shitty hill in your neighborhood and doing mm. it over and over and over and over and over and over and yes. over again. I, I think that's that's rad. Shout out to Wilf in Canada who runs in a ditch <laughs> to prepare for Berkeley Fall Classic. <laughs> that sounds like Literally a, joke. a ditch. It does sound like a Find joke. Find a ditch and just go 
up the side. Yeah, throw, your, back and forth, throw yourself back down and forth, into it. Back and forth. That's Log it. rolling is a technique. Log it, rolling it is, is a technique. So we'll share as we do novel runs on both ends of the spectrum, silly and shitty. Mm. And we want to hear uh, from you guys, also your silly and shitty runs, and also pictures of you and your births. I yes, love I've been seeing picture, pictures of people and their births. Uh, best running friends. Uh, yeah, also hashtag uh, capital B-U-G for the bad, the ugly, and the good. Mm-hmm. We'd like to see some of those coming yeah. at us. And also hashtag birth barf so that we know that you're there. Otherwise, who knows who's listening to this? Yeah. It's just Lauren and I talking to each other. <laughs> In my parents' basement. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.